Good morning, August 9, 2023, 2023, I already said that. My name is Jaron Jackson, I do love America. For me, it is always about the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection. Believe the gospel, my friends. I want to talk to you today about killing the machines. If you go today to the top news in the country, and you type in Google Top News, you will get Diane Feinstein fell. Maybe she's too old. She needs to get out of office. Believe me, folks, these people, when they sell their souls and they get in public office, they can't get out even if they wanted to. She's in until someone who controls her says she's out. That's how things went. But you're going to get Hawaii live fires right there. Ohio election. Voters reject issue number one. Let's go to that real fast if I can. So that's your top news. That's your top Google news. If we go to what voters rejected yesterday, we look at, we'll go right here. Where are we doing this? Right there. We'll go to what the voters rejected. Look at this. This is what they rejected. This is that Google top news. This is what they rejected. Voters in Ohio reject GOP-backed proposal that would have made it tougher to protect abortion rights. So whenever you go back to what the screen said, the top news, that's that's not what I wanted to do. When you go to this top news, the top news in the nation, the top news in the nation included voters in Ohio rejecting a conservative proposal to protect babies because we don't like murdering in the womb. And yet when you go to that idea, it says, yeah, look at this, no on issue number one. The number one issue in Ohio voting yesterday was to protect the unborn, was to protect babies. Do you see anything on there? Do you see anything on that screen about the fact that there were voting issues in Summit County, Ohio? Do you see anything on that top news screen from Google, this one right here? Do you see anything on this top news screen of how Google, or excuse me, of how um, of how there were bad voting machines in Summit County. Let me play to you this clip from the local newscaster about the Summit machines. The machines are, elections are bad, people. They're bad. Whenever you have machines in elections, you open your, yourself for fraud. I'd like to talk to you today about killing election machines. As you watch this, just, just think about Operation Josiah. Think about commonlawpeople.com slash Josiah. Think about conducting a common law action by right that everyone in the government has already sworn to uphold and agrees with, but no one's telling you. No conservative pundits telling you. No law school is telling the attorneys. No judges, no politicians. People don't know what's written, and so they don't have right power. We don't have the right law. We have a fake law. That link is in the description below. But watch this, we'll comment after. Hey there guys, Mike Holden here from News 5. We are in Cuyahoga Falls and we are tracking the latest on the special election here in Ohio. And there's a bit of an issue here. So I'm gonna take you right over to the scanners and they read the following message. There is a ballot jam in the front and the back. Ask a poll worker for help. As I shift around Dave Kraska, photojournalist, same message on here. This has resulted in people not being able to cast their ballot immediately. So what they can do in the interim is put their ballots in this orange box 
and it will be scanned later, or they can void the ballot and come back. But people are concerned and they're very upset and they're making calls to the Board of Elections right now in Summit County. So we're staying on top of it. Here's a little line. There were more people before. Watch News 5. We'll bring you the latest updates on air online. So Google News says that the number one thing that happened in Ohio's election yesterday was being able to slaughter babies in the womb easier. The rejection of the conservative proposal. So right there you have bias from Google. You're not stupid, you know this. Then you've got a local television station who had the chutzpah to go to the Summit count, uh, a Summit County election, a polling precinct, and literally show on live television the fact that the scanner was broken. And then the journalist's words were that people are concerned. They're concerned. Concern is not a strong enough word. Folks, because we have a constitutional republic, choice is the people's. The people choose because the people are in charge. People don't want to talk about this. Let me bring in this other video. And just look, if you looked up right now, Summit County, Mal or, uh, Summit County News, Summit County, Ohio News, you would get this. Watch this. So they've got their body dash cam. Their top news is body dash cam of following deadly incident. You got a story about Summit County Sheriff's. A guy uh, died there. That's tragic news. Uh, Off-duty deputy dies over the weekend. Polling places for the election from yesterday have been changed. So that's two days ago. This is today's news, by the way. So they haven't updated it. The slow speed chase through Akron. Police chase, police chase. Uh, Mike Muneer in Public Schools Athletics Hall of Fame. So these sports. Politics, investigators, the fire captain helped applicants lie about drug use. That's not good. Voting in Cuyahoga Summit counties running smoothly. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, troubled scanners are, are issue one for some voters in Cuyahoga Falls. Now think about this. This is from yesterday, and there's no mention of the machines that aren't working. It just, I mean, it's, it's, it's very small, very low issue. Um, seems to me like the, the major issue of voting, the machines being busted. Let's see if we can do uh, machine or scanners. Scanners not working. Okay, so 20 hours ago. Voting machines not an issue in Cuyahoga Falls. Uh, Stark County voters able to vote after high turnout caused ballot shortage. So the, the ballot, the high turnout was ballot sh uh, shortage. Troubled scanners are issue one. Well, that's what they said yesterday. They're, they don't want to cover it. They do not want to cover bad scanners in elections because that's maladministration. Now, a couple ideas that I want to point out is we will get to maladministration in a second. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to give you a value proposition for why you listen to this podcast and why you need to think about what is true and prove to what is true because even and I say this with love even the people that are fighting for elections are not actually thinking about what the law is thinking about what the Constitution says when we understand who we are we understand that the things that are going on don't have to stay this way we know that the media is not on board I just showed you 
I just showed you the, the, the voting machines, the bad scanners, the things going on in Summit County is not an issue for the mainstream media. So we are already dealing with media cover-up of an issue that gets to the power distribution and the, the, the passing of the baton of power, of political power in this nation. Like, literally, the hinging element going from political power from the people to the government, the hinge element is the elections. And whenever the people don't see that their elections are ran well, they look at this and they go, well, we're concerned. I'm concerned. You saw that dude from uh, News 5, the guy that looked like he was 12. This guy's pointing out these bags, these orange bags that are on the ground. What did that remind you? They're just putting ballots in bags with a number on it. It looks official because it's orange. We'll get to that in a second. But there's, there, there is media silence on this because it deals with the issue that's the number one issue. So if we go back to uh, our screen here, we look up, this is Q&A, how new hardware created some headaches at Summit County poll, uh, polls during issue one. Now hold on, get me your eyes. Some headaches. Do you understand that this is the transfer of political power from the people to the government? This is literally, this is literally the most powerful idea in mankind. Not, not the gospel. The gospel is the most powerful idea in all of creation. Amen. But the most powerful idea in mankind is man organizing himself according to government. How people will be ruled. How people will have their lives ran. And this is the most powerful idea. And the way that they do it is, well, there's some headaches. There's some headaches. Okay, so let's go back to this. The Summit County Board of Elections on Tuesday activated several contingencies. Right there, you know what that tells me? That there are several different ways to think about elections. That also tells me that the Board of Elections in Summit County has multiple different ways that they can perform elections. Hold on, get your eyes. If there are multiple different ways to perform elections, then by definition, you are not only you, you don't only have one. You have multiples. And if your first method of doing your elections, which is the machines, doesn't work, somewhere, someone can make a decision to go to your alternatives. Question. If the government can make the decision to go from its one main method of counting ballots, that by election machines and scanners and that type of stuff, and it can switch to alternative methods, did it need an act of Congress? Did it need a judge? Did it need guns? No. That poll worker, that election official, that person that was there on behalf of the government made the decision because they were given power. They had power to make the decision. My question is, where did that power come from? And this is the difference between me and what I do and what we teach and what we want to do and literally everybody else who will even talk about this. The first thing is, most people won't even talk about elections. They won't even talk about uh, the fact that elections are fraudulent. Or, excuse me, they will talk about how elections are fraudulent. But by complaining about fraudulent elections and alleging a crime, you're not actually getting to the subtext, which is the government and the way that it's supposed to be performed. If you're going to say, this guy committed a fraud, then that guy right there has rights to due process, which is time. Do we want, as the American people to wait for an election to happen, 
for bad things to happen in the election and then we say you committed a crime and then that person gets more time in due process evidentiary hearings due process he gets court protections he is afforded he or she's now afforded all the rights and protections of the constitution by right and they should amen or should we just say that you're doing maladministration should we just say that you're doing what you should not be doing this is the essence of josiah and i hope i've made this clear Operation Josiah, the link is in the description below. What we want to do is we want to talk about maladministration. So let me go to my handy dandy camera. Maladministration. This term, this term is used in law books interchangeably with misadministration and both words mean wrong administration. All we want to do, all we want to do in Josiah is we want to come as the people. We want to come to the people. We want to come to the government as the people let me find the uh, the concept slide. The concept slide is this. Government is a public trust. These are the basics, folks. If you've seen this before, we're just going to continue to pound this. This is your constitution. We the people on the left side made government. That government is enshrined in a document called the constitution. It functions as a public trust. That trust then grants powers to the legislature, the executive, the judicial. In those branches, they then grant power to trustees who swear an oath to the Constitution and can only use the power that they're granted for the benefit of the people up top. When you understand this, when you understand that this is your frame of government, why don't you come to the people on the left? Why don't, why don't you come to the people as the grantor? Why don't you come as one of the people who control and make government? Why don't you do that? We are not taught this. Because we are not taught this, we don't think like this. Because we don't think like this, no one has any solutions. Which is why I made this handy dandy graphic right here. This graphic is now what we're gonna go. There's you, you're the stick person. You go to vote on a machine. When the machine no work, the question now is, do you Just go up, no vote? It's all fraud, we're not even gonna participate because screw it, it's all uh, beyond repair. Everything is so bad you can't do nothing. Or do you follow instructions I'm given by poll worker? Do you take that paper ballot of yours? Do you take that ballot of yours and put it in the box that's just on the ground? Right by the poll worker? That trust them. They'll count it later. Trust them. Uh, you know, they'll run it to the scanner later. Or do you complain on social media and or attend a rally? Let's go to a group and get told how fraudulent things are. Let's figure out how these machines are wrong. Let's figure out how they run. Let's go learn about ClearCast. Let's go learn about ClearCast, actually. Let's go learn about where are you at, ClearCast? Where are you at? Oh, I deleted it because I guess I didn't care about it. <laughs> I, I, did, I, I looked up ClearCast. I looked up their EIN. I looked up who owns them. I looked up all that stuff. And I was like, you know what? I don't really care. Um, are you going to complain about it on social media? Or are you going to realize that you're one of the people? Are you going to realize that you're one of the people right there on the left? You're, you are one of the people in charge of government. You give government power. The government then distributes that power specifically to people who are sworn to only do what they've been specifically granted and all of that is to your benefit. Are you going to come as one of the people or are you going to uh, are you going to realize you're one of the people and fix maladministration before the elections ever happened? That's what Josiah is doing. That's what we want to do. Now I'll say this and I say this in stage 1 um, or I say this in step 1. People look to demand the world reflect what they want. They want a turnkey. They want a give, I give you this, I get this. That is commerce. 
That is an exchange. I give you this, you give me this back. That is not what we are doing in Josiah. What we are doing is we are saying we've already given government power. We've already given them that. They now have to obey. The rest of the law world doesn't think like this. Lawyers don't think like this. Um, no one thinks like this, despite the fact that this is the law, despite the fact that this is your constitution. So what we're doing with Josiah, the link in the description below, is, is getting back to what the law is, demanding strict observance of the law and people who are in government positions. Now I get questions. Well, Jaron, what happens whenever they, they're in office but they haven't sworn an oath? I get that question a lot because there's a lot of people pointing out government officials haven't sworn their oaths. I am in a different school of thought. I'm going to grant them, okay, if you don't have a, if you don't swear an oath, I'm going to treat you as though you did. I'm not interested in the fact that you didn't swear an oath. What I'm interested in is the fact that you are occupying a seat of government power that only has powers that I gave it. So because we gave government power, and that government power it has to have strict observance and is explicit. Specifically, you can't touch what God gives me. My rights? Your rights are exclusive to you. And because government can't touch those, government, anybody in government, whether they've signed the oath, sworn the oath, they've got a picture to prove it or not, I don't care. If they imply, if they pretend, if they are in the position of using public power, they are responsible and accountable to me. They are accountable to me. They're accountable to you. Why? Because that's what the public trust is. That's what the public trust is. Now, there will be some people who say, we, we, need to, we need to go allege crimes and fraud. Okay, well, this is your Summit County Prosecutor, Sharon Bevan Walsh. Sherry Bevan Walsh, I'm sorry. That's the Summit County Prosecutor in Ohio. Go ahead and call her up. Call her up. Call her up and see if she's going to prosecute any crimes that have to deal with the fraud in the election from yesterday. And you will find very quickly there needs to be evidence. That evidence has to be sworn under oath. That sworn under oath has to be from a first-hand uh, knowledge or else it's an incompetent witness and there's no subject matter for the judge. Instead, why don't you come as one of the people? Why don't you say, um, I don't like the fact that you guys have machines tied to the, elect uh, tied to the internet. I don't like the fact that you guys are counting through tabulators. The tabulators that are screwed up. And did you recognize what they already did? You recognize what they already did? Summit County, let's go back to our screen here. Let's go back to our screen. Summit County has already told you they activated several contingencies. There are others. Let me blow that up. Let me jihad that. There are other ways to do elections. That's what I see. I see that there are other methods. And let's go back to our um, let's go back to our our, our guy here, our, our news five guy. Listen to what he says. Listen to what he says because what he says is they're going to take a paper ballot and put it in a secure box to count later. Watch this. Watch it again. Watch. He's literally telling you. He's literally telling you that paper ballots can be put in a secure box and they can be counted under observation after everything gets worked out. That's what he's literally saying. Watch this. Go, go, go. Hey there guys, Mike Holden here from News 5. We are in Cuyahoga Falls and we are tracking the latest on the special election here in Ohio. And there's a bit of an issue here. So I'm gonna take you right over to the scanners and they read the following message. 
There is a ballot jam in the front and the back. Ask a poll worker for help. As I shift around Dave Kraska, photojournalist. Same message on here. This has resulted in people not being able to cast their ballot immediately. So what they can do in the interim is put their ballots in this orange box and it will be scanned later, or they can void the ballot and come back. But people are concerned and they're very upset and they're making calls to the Board of Elections right now in Summit County. So we're staying on top of it. Here's a little line. There were more people before. Watch News 5, we'll bring you the latest updates on air online. Now people are losing faith in elections, but that dude literally just said one of the contingencies that Summit County is doing is putting the ballots, the paper ballots in a box that they will then count later. Why don't you do that to begin with? You you recognize that this is where you know, I need to strike right at the foundation of your knowledge. But the statutes say, we can't do what the statutes say. They literally came up with their contingencies. They're executing their contingencies. And their contingencies are to put the paper ballot in a box to count later. You recognize that contingency came from the power that was granted the election board from the county or the state legislature, but the state legislature put that power in a statute, Which, but they got that power from the constitution that gave them the power as trustees to pass statutes, and the legislature got that power from the constitution, the constitution got its power from the people. So if people downstream are screwing things up and they're giving you McJustice, we in Josiah, by law, by right, are standing as the people saying we are going to fix it because y'all guys are screwing up. That's what we're doing. That's what Josiah is. The link is in the description below. If you want the common law seminar, that's available. Link in the description below. Commonlawpeople.com. Just put in your email, click the button, and you get uh, 12 hours of content, sequential education about what the common law is, which is a muddied word. It's a muddied word like racist. It's a muddied word like gay or marriage or any of these other ideas. The, the, the law profession did to common law what transgenders are doing to man and female, or you know, uh, male and female. You had male and female. It was the same thing the whole time. We're going to figure out the facts of the case. We're going to submit evidence. The jury's going to decide the, the, both the law and the outcome of the facts, the, the facts of the matter. That's common law. That's what you get. The judge is there to make sure that it's all done according to the law, which means that people don't say what they say on record without first swearing in. Because if you're not uh, under oath and you don't have any penalty for lying, then you're going to lie. Versus if there is a penalty for you lying, you're probably not going to lie because if we catch you in the lie, we get to punish you criminally because you, with your testimony, put somebody else's liberty property at stake. This is why the judge would be the judge, to be the referee, to make sure that everything's administratively proceeding according to the law. But the facts of the matter are tried by a jury. You can't be deprived your life, liberty, property without due process, which means that you need 12 people to say, let's take that stuff from him. Because those 12 people are like you. And if they're like you, then they're going to judge you the same way they would be judged. Instead, what you have is a law profession that has made it make justice. And we've, we believe these bad stories in our head that we don't think that we are one of the people anymore. We don't think that we're one of the people. We're never told that we are because we don't read, because we don't believe.
friends, Josiah, the link is in the description below. It is a powerful, 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 self-paced, by right, lawful action to instruct the government to change to get us good elections. And if they don't do it because they're cynics in the back, then there are very specific ways that you can engage in the law. You're not practicing law. You're asserting your rights by law. Get the right frame. You are one of the people. You are someone who all of government is to benefit. If someone comes to you and says, well, you have your rights, but you have to fill out these pieces of paper in this specific way or else your rights can't be defended. You need to look at them and be like, show me where that's written. Because people have open access to all courts of justice and they can't have it, they can't pay for they, they don't have to pay for it, which means you don't have to pay those filing fees. You don't have to pay those court costs. You don't have to do those things. And, and how do I know this? Well, let's just look it up. Let's just look up reading. Let's uh, find my state constitution. And I've always done Oklahoma. So let's just do a different screen today. Let's just do a different thing today. Let's, let's jihad this. I'll just show you. I'll just show you. Let's go down to uh, Maine. I've never been to Maine. Let's look up their constitution. Oh, now my computer's being dumb and slow. There we go. Let's go down to Maine. Declaration of Rights. Maine Constitution, Article 1. Article 1 of Maine Constitution. All right. Let's look at, uh, okay, well, look at that. All powers inherent in the people. All governments are founded on, the, on their authority. The governments are founded on their authority. What does that, what does that look like? What does that look like? That looks like that. The people make government. The government is then what? Instituted for their benefit. What does that look like? Top right, for the beneficiaries. You are a beneficiary of government. They have therefore, who's the they? The people have an unalienable and defeasible right, indefeasible right to institute government, to institute it, which means that you can create government. Government's nothing more than a system of how you think about how to rule. If you think about how to rule and you can have an indefeasible right to change that government that you can do. But let's look for the courts. Let's look for the courts. Unreasonable seizures, rights of persons accused. Um, there we go. No person shall be deprived of life, liberty, property without the due process of law, nor be denied the equal protection of laws, nor be denied the enjoyment of that person's civil rights discriminated against against the exercise thereof. So this is a looser language, but you can't be discriminated against the exercise thereof. So if someone who's, you know, with the protection of laws, whether that's a, a judge or that's an elected official or that's a cop or whatever, you can't be discriminated against when you're exercising your rights which means that that's gonna look different from person to person. Why? Because I have a different personality than you. I have a different way of expressing it than you. You just need to make sure that you express it. Let me find the courts though, because I wanna find courts. Um, available offenses, treason, suspension of law, right to petition, so you can write people. You know, like, hey, the people of all at all times, you can write to consult upon the common good, to give instructions to the representatives, to give instructions and to request of either Department of Government or by petition or remonstrance redress for their wrongs or grievances. So you're going to say, hey, you guys are doing wrong. Now give me my justice. Give me my justice. I'm instructing you for justice. 
Here we go, here we go. Every person, Article 1, Section 19, I told you it was in here. Every person for injury afflicted on the person or the person's reputation, reputation, property or immunities, shall have remedy. You will have a sol uh, solution. By due course of law, what do you think the law is? The law is the Constitution. The law is not the statute. How do I know this? Because this right here is the main Constitution. How can the main Constitution rely on statutes that come from the legislature? The main constitution is the due course of law, because it's the law of land. And right and justice shall be administered freely, which means you don't have to pay for it. It's without sale. It's completely and without denial, promptly and without delay. They can't prejudice against you. But if you don't know these things, if you don't know what it reads, how do you know? Folks, we need to learn the basics. We need to learn the basics. Now my camera's messed up. Is my camera messed up? I did this, this happened last time. Oh boy. Maybe I can't share my screen like that. Let me go to the live stream. I just wanna make sure, see the live streams froze. All right, hold on. Technical glitch. See, I've, I've started to try to branch out because I want to show like all sorts of different um, venues, but I need to make sure that I need to make sure that it's working. So I'm going to my to see my own stream. And I want to see if it's working. So I apologize. No, that's not that. Are you kidding me? Hold on, folks. This is what you get with a producer of one. If you want to support me, <laughs> there are support links in the in the description below. skip the ad yeah my cameras froze well that's frustrating all right I guess I can't do that anymore because it's just stuck well okay if you don't mind just watching me well you know what let's just do this we can do this we can do this we can draw that's what we'll do what I wanted to do is I was working on some stuff with the IRS so we won't do that anymore um, Where's my, where's my, there's my eraser. I'm sorry, folks. I'm on the fly. What I'm trying to get at is if you're right here and you go to vote and your vote is fraudulent, this vote right here, this vote is exploded up into an entire system, an industrialized system. It's not just paper ballot into box right with a with a lock on it and then counted and whoever wins wins right like that's that's what you normally think we normally think ballot box count result that's what we normally think we think here's here's a voter we think voter ballot ballot count or ballot box count the vote and then the result that's what we think but what we have is an entire system of third parties that are not party to the constitution so these are foreign we have all sorts of foreign parties these are outsourced which means that they've been paid for by taxpayer money these go to algorithms these go to uh, just the very connection that you're connected to the internet 
These go to all sorts of different things. Uh, these go to even uh, you know people that aren't sworn. So these are literally just employees of third-party contractors. So these people are counting votes. These people are counting votes. Here we go, camera. These people right here are counting votes that they're not even sworn to the Constitution. So here's the people with all the political power, right? All power. And the way that we distribute that power to our government is being hoard out and farmed out through this industry that basically, uh, you know, creates a railroad track of corruption where what we'll see on voting day is we'll see the fact that the ballot scanners aren't working, but that's just one piece of the track. That's not all the other hands in the cookie jar that are attached to it. That's not all the, the statutes. That's not all the other things. And, and when you try to complain about this, you don't stand as one of the people. You come and you stand as what? A voter. Or you stand as um, you know something else that gets you a lesser form of standing so that you don't have any position. You don't have any chance of beating these guys. You got no chance of beating these guys. My camera's still screwed up. I got to figure out how that works. Maybe I get a different camera. Maybe I plug in a different camera. I don't know. Um, so we'll see. I had other, you know, I had other stories. I have other things to talk about. But if the camera's all messed up, oh boy. Yeah, you know what? We'll just do it because, you know, <laughs> we'll just do it. This is the, the second story I was going to talk about is this J6 stuff. Watch this. Well, we go undercover as Dan Keith in a crowd. So. Can you put that back in? Yep, yep. Yep. It feels feel better? You guys get sprayed? Here, here, here. He's about to say stuff, so hold on. So the video, if you guys can't see it because it's messed up or you're on the audio podcast, it's a dude with a badge around his neck saying they're going to dress up as Antifa and walk around in the crowd. This is in J6. So you've got police with their badges identifying themselves, showing themselves dressed up as Antifa on video. And then here's another video that was taken inside the Capitol on J6. Listen very carefully because it's going to talk about identifiers. An identifier is something that if... You know, in the army, we all wore the same uniform, so we look like each other. So, a very quick way to identify is, "Hey, you're wearing my uniform. You're one of me." Okay. Well, here's kind of the same concept: identifying friendlies versus enemies. Um, J6, watch this. Color, but they'll have a wristband somewhere, okay? 
So one of the reasons why this is so important is the most one of the most dangerous things you can do in the military is a link up, especially a link up at night, especially a link up at night whenever there's things going on like shooting or an event or actions on the objective. And what's going on here is you've got multiple different law enforcement agencies and I say that loosely, but these law enforcement agencies are coordinating with the DC Capitol Police. The one guy that was speaking predominantly is DC Capitol Police and he's informing these other law enforcement that there are civilian clothed law enforcement officers inside J6 that they're that they're that they're participating they're participating as normal people and they're saying that they've got candy stripes around their barrels which would be you know these are the types of guys that are doing XYZ the candy stripe barrel uh, cops as I can understand the situation are in coordination or in conjunction with an informant or a plant who was the white male dark uh, hair um, that had like a wristband on and so I don't know what the purpose of the video or the you know the, the the purpose behind it but it's certainly speaking to the fact that there is different levels of indicators going on there are the overt indicators a cop wearing a cop uniform full battle rattle with guns and then there are uh you know deceptive indicators there are indicators that are designed to camouflage the officer from the public knowledge which would be he's going to be dressed in civilian clothes he's going to have a, a wristband on the only question i have is what are you guys doing what are we doing why would you dress like this you dress like this because you're wanting to accomplish a purpose, but you you believe that you need camouflage in order to accomplish that purpose. Why is law enforcement in camouflage during J6 inside the Capitol building? What is the purpose they're trying to accomplish? All of this is predicated. The process presupposes purpose. There has to be something that they're trying to accomplish. The question is what? Now, in my opinion, I believe that they're conducting a false flag. I believe, and this is just pure speculation, guy with the candy cane wrist, is he himself not going to be doing the agitation? He's not going to be doing the crime. But what's to say that he can't agitate? What's to say that he can't put in the minds of other people who are in the Capitol to get them to destroy something or to go into somebody's office or to say something out loud like, we got to declare war or something like this? Why, why can't that happen? Why couldn't that be the point? Why can't that be the purpose? I want to roll this rock. I want to get to, you know, there's, there's a lot of stupid people believing a lot of stupid stuff. But right here, you've got video evidence that law enforcement is involved, was involved with J6 in some limited capacity. And that limited capacity, minimum, at a minimum, included people, camoufla people camouflaging themselves, which you have, to, uh, you have to ask a question. You knew when you woke up that morning that you're law enforcement. And you knew when you woke up that morning that you're gonna put on camouflage, which means civilian clothes. You're gonna wear your badge, but you're gonna put on civilian clothes. Who told you to put on civilian clothes instead of the normal uniform that you wear? Who gave that order? And when they gave that order, what did they have in mind? What did they tell you? Because if you're a cop and you expect a million plus people on January 6th because they're literally coming from all over the place, what do you think? Oh, I'm a cop. I wake up just like every day. Thank you, God, for the day that you've made. Let me go be a cop. Ring, 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 ring. 
Hello? Yes, cop. This is your boss. I'm boss cop. Go ahead and put on your civilian clothes today. You're going to go into the Capitol, but you're not going to let anyone know that you're a law enforcement officer. Roger that, boss cop. That's completely normal. I do this all the time. Dur -dur -dur. Come on, folks. Don't be stupid. There are climate change therapists. There's really no way for me to introduce that. So let's watch this video and then we'll make fun of stupid people and how to exploit them in a good way for Jesus. Voices of Americans and how climate change is affecting their feelings. Leslie Davenport is a climate psychology therapist. She teaches at the California Institute of Integral Studies and is author of Emotional Resiliency in the Era of Climate Change. Leslie, when does healthy concern about the planet, about climate change, become this sort of climate anxiety? Well, from the emerging field of climate psychology, one thing that's really important to understand is we view distress, upset, sadness, grief, anger about climate change to be a really reasonable, even healthy reaction because it's built into us as people that if we feel risks, threats, experience losses, there's gonna be upset. So it's really important to acknowledge that if you're feeling that on any level of intensity, it really means you're paying attention, you care, you're empathetic to what's happening to our world. Now I believe this is, you know, approximating peak feminism, but there's some good things I wanna pull out from this. I understand that leveraging people's empathy, the notion of caring, love, love is the chief ethic, it's the chief moral ethic, God is love. There is no power greater, no idea greater than love. But understand that that's what these godless commies are doing, they're exploiting people's feelings. So while I don't like that, I don't want to do that, and I never want to try to manipulate people's uh, emotions uh, on purpose. You know, we're, we're social creatures, like God made us for fellowship, koinonia, so at some point that's going to happen. The, you know, your emotions are going to impact people. But I try to never do it in a manipulative way. These godless commies, I believe, are absolutely doing it in a manipulative way. And she said, if you're paying attention, if you feel bad, then that means you care. So the, the idea that I want to extract from this is affirming people in their cares. Not the fact that what they care about is valid, but a fa the fact that if they are emotionally investing in something, don't go directly against the emotion. Because if someone is so dedicated to their emotion and you tell them, you're dedicated to your emotion, that's a logical idea. And they're going to hate that. They're going to reject it. What I want to speak to is this idea that people, because they were made for fellowship, they're made for worship, Introduce them to truth. Introduce them to Jesus. Introduce them to the gospel. But you also have to understand, these people that believe this stuff, these climate change shrinks, they're not going to actually ever do anything. These comprise the non-doers. And, and I, I say this from a, <laughs> I say this from a strictly, almost utilitarian approach. If the majority of people believe this stuff, then the majority of people are not doing stuff. They ain't doing nothing to change things. They're going along with the flow. They are, as it were, asleep. They're under a spell. And so the comfort that I take from this is that I ain't under this stuff. This is stupid. I don't believe this garbage. And neither do you. But now the fact that you don't believe it, now we can do something about it. Now we can understand, okay, this is what's keeping their attention. I wanna play for you another video. 
This is from Subway. Subway. Uh, just watch this newscast. Well, you know, commentary follows. Well, welcome back for today's Oh My Gosh moment. If you're a sandwich lover, listen up. You have the opportunity to get a lifetime supply of Subway sandwiches, but you will need to change your name. Yep, you heard that right. The sandwich chain is looking for one person to change their first name to Subway in exchange for a free sandwich for life. Now, if you want to do this, all you have to do is apply at SubwayNameChange.com from August 1st to August 4th, and the winner will be compensated by Subway for that name change, um, and then for life means you will receive $50,000 worth of Subway gift cards. I can't even get through this read because I cannot take this seriously. This Sounds like Fernanda wants to be Subway Hernandez. Hi guys, thanks for joining us. I'm Subway Hernandez. And I'm Subway Walk. Nice to meet you. I think it's definitely worth it, right? Like, honestly, right now, as hungry as I am this morning, I'll do it. All of our stomachs are grumbling. Yeah, I, I had to turn it off because it's just so stupid. It's just dumb. How do you exploit this? How do you exploit the emotional stupidity of the people? Well, currently, right now, people are emotional and they're stupid. And I believe that they've been trained that way. And I believe that the godless commies are the ones that are pulling the strings. Folks, I don't think that it is our job to wake people up. I believe that it is the mission, the Great Commission, from the King of all creation, Jesus Christ, to teach people to obey the gospel, to obey the way that Jesus does things. And here you have this flippant, superficial, whimsical, emotional, I'm going to change my name to Subway so I can get sandwiches. This is bread and games. Bread and games. This is Caesar bringing people to the to the Colosseum to see slaves kill each other. And while he's doing it, in betwixt combat, he's throwing them bread. This is nothing different. Now, I will say, to use that historical vignette, you know how the Colosseum stopped? You know how the gladiatorial games ended? Christians were killed, and as they were killed, they were preaching the gospel. As they were killed, they were telling people that this was wrong. Now, this is where things get tough, because having raised in the Ameri having been raised in the American culture, the American country... I want prosperity. I want good things. I want good things to happen to me. But you understand that whenever I know the truth, the truth might put me into controversy against the lies. And that might mean that the whole nation, the whole country might want to kill you, imprison you, have you lose stuff. I believe the way that we exploit this is we have to understand that we are willing to lose all things. But we're not just willing to lose it flippantly. We need to make sure that whenever we lose our life or lose our property, that it is known, that it's in the context, that this is for the glory of Jesus Christ. Which means that you're not just going to roll over and take it. You're not just going to change your name for a stupid sandwich. You're going to look at this and you're going to say, this is what God has given me. These are the tools. These are the toys he's given me. These are the time, the talents, the opportunities, the people, the relationships that he's given me. And I'm going to use all of them for his benefit need to understand that the mass of people in today have no idea what's going on. And I believe that it is a distraction to try to inform them about the fact that they're being deceived. There's an adage that says that it is easier to deceive someone than to convince that someone that they've been deceived. So I don't want to lie to them. I don't want to tell them about the people who are lying to them. Just want to bring the truth. 
I want to bring the truth, which could, don't get me wrong, which could tell them they are being lied to, but then you need to anchor it to the truth because I think that there's a lot of voices with much bigger platforms than me than tell people all the time, you're being lied to. And it's like, okay, what do we do about it? I want to do something. I want to live local. I want to do common law actions. I want to know what the law is and I want to do something about it. I want to assert my rights. I want to do something about it. I don't just want to let things happen because I think that that's, I think that's wrong. I think that's weak. I think it's immoral. Speaking of immoral, I want to go here to uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson is a, uh, he's a smart guy. He's an astrophysicist. He's a dude that talks, use really big words. He's much smarter than me. He's on some panel and he's talking about gender. Now here, there's a, there's a conflict because you've got this guy who believes in evolution, who is big, fancy, smart pants. His brain is really big. And now he's talking about gender. So you have the subtext of cancel culture. So you've got big smart guy, and he's black. So he's like a uh, he's a he's a unicorn. He's a smart black astrophysicist guy who's an atheist, and he's like made his name. His brand is not necessarily anti-Christian, but he certainly is uh, you know indicting of Christians and the belief and faith in God certainly because he is you know just show me the facts, show me the facts, show me the evidence, show me what this th stuff is going on. And so he, he styles himself as a smart guy. But now you've got the cancel culture. And on one hand, you've got another smart, and I use air quotes, smart atheist, Richard Dawkins. This dude's getting lamblasted by the cancel culture because Richard Dawkins is like, there's, no, there's nothing in biology that says that you can be a transgender. And so <laughs> that's my Richard Dawkins. And so people are like going after him because he's going after against the, the sacred cow of the day, which is a perverted tranny and so you can't do that so Dawkins is getting excoriated and I have no doubt that Neil deGrasse Tyson has an element of self-preservation in that big brain of his and he sees that the gender bending community are excoriating what used to be a champion of Richard Dawkins and Dawkins used to be a champion because Dawkins would attack Christians and Christianity to attack the paternal order of a, of a biblical society so Dawkins it seems has outlived his usefulness and his usefulness in its old, old curmudgeon, rigid ways of only denying Jesus is not enough now. You can't just deny Jesus. you got to be full-throated embracing these perverts, pel thrusting their pelvics, going after kids. You have to. And so Neil deGrasse Tyson, I believe, is a shrewd mamma jamma. And he's looking at this going, okay, how do I do this? Well, that's the background of this video. Watch this. Commentary follows. So computer bit is either at zero or one. By definition... It's binary. Our brains, the human brain, yes, has a left and a right side. Wants badly to put things into categories, even if they're not inherently categorizable. It's a it's a failure of the evolution of our brain wiring to require of things in front of us to fit into categories. Well, there's an X. There's, okay, go ahead. But quantum computing they use not bits but qubits a quantum bit a quantum bit is either a zero or a one or any statistical combination of the two maybe we are not gender bits maybe we are gender qubits yeah so i i, I figured out i'll just use this hand cam 
So we'll it's a it's a lower quality camera, but I'll just use the hand cam so you you can see me again. Um, everything's a binary, because if it's not, it is. <laughs> For a smart guy, he sure is stupid. How much did he do mental gymnastics to get to the part where he's trying to get away from gender? He's trying to get away from male and female. God answered this page one of his book. He made them male and female. In his image, God created them. People are trying to run away from God. And even big smart people, like this dude Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's a freaking moron, he's presenting himself as a moron, trying to use smart-sounding stuff because ultimately he hates Jesus. That's the issue. The issue is not the frame of bits. You mean to tell me that gender, which has been the way that it has been since creation, is now different because now man has created something and we call it bits, and then we've advanced in our computing to where we can take what used to be discrete things and we can chop them up into infinite things and now it's just a probability of something. One, don't you get that that, that attacks the idea of certainty? That attacks the idea of truth? This would be when you have a, what's it called, a solipsist. A solipsist is someone who has a theory of thinking that they don't know anything. They can't prove anything. So you're attacking the notion of truth. Jesus said, he's truth. I am the way, the truth, the life. John 14, 6. So you're attacking this concept of truth. And the way that you're attacking the concept of truth is you're taking God's categories and you're projecting it on you. Jesus said, you're either with me or you're against me. That's a category. Matthew 12, 30. That's Jesus' category. You're either with Jesus or you're against Jesus. That's the category you should really be worried about. But that categorical thinking, this or that, binary in nature, that's God's thinking. Night and day, uh, you know, uh, God, not God, right? That's God's way of thinking. And now this dude is taking that category and saying, you know, maybe we're gender bits or maybe we're uh, gender bits, quantum bits. Well, are you either quantum bits or not quantum bits? That's a that's a category. Those are the categories now. This is the reasoning that escapes these people. One, because the cancel culture. Because if Neil deGrasse Tyson affirmed male-female, he's going to get canceled just like Richard Dawkins. So these big smart guys, they all hate Jesus. They all serve their purpose in popular culture to convince people that because they sounded smart, people didn't have to believe in Jesus because these people were smart. But now the culture, increasing in its godlessness, wants more godlessness. And so it's going after God's order, something basic like male and female. And the dinosaurs that previously were champions to convince younger generations or whomever that they didn't have to believe in God, Richard Dawkins, Neil deGrasse Tyson, now they, they are divided. They are stratified. And the stratifying issue is the sexual perversion. Well, you got to swim all the way back up river because Richard Dawkins is saying that Christianity is actually a force for good in the fight against the transgenders. Why is he saying that? Because Richard Dawkins, even though he hates Jesus, he at least has the modicum and the integrity to say, you know what? No, this is this is true. Like this is true. Neil deGrasse Tyson is a he's a he's a truth whore. He'll sell himself out. He will sell out that big brain of his. He will sell out his brand just to be someone who isn't canceled because he's afraid. When you should just be standing on Jesus. You should just be looking to Jesus for all of these things. 
don't take the bait, folks. Don't take this this big brain candid discussion of of gender bits and this. Don't take it. You're either in Jesus or you're not in Jesus. Which brings me to the gospel. The gospel of Jesus Christ is that he died for our sins. I am a sinner. You are a sinner. Everybody else that you've ever seen that has ever lived, ever will live, is a sinner. Except for Jesus. Jesus was born of a virgin. He was sinless in all of his ways. He was brilliant. He was smart. But the most important thing he did was he took the cross voluntarily to die for us. His shed blood had no fine to it. It had He, he had done nothing wrong. So he shouldn't have died. He shouldn't have been killed. But he lovingly took our place on the cross. And God, in his wisdom and province and his love, knows that his people can't be with him because sin separates us from God. When Jesus took that cross, Jesus stood in our place and took everything God threw at him. And when he died on the cross, that was the proof that Jesus died with our sins. That our sins die with Jesus. Three days later, he physically rose from the grave. Believe the gospel. It's the only way that you're going to get to heaven. It's the only way that you are in Christ, which is the category that we should be you know, thinking about. You are either with Jesus or against Jesus. The only way to be with Jesus is to believe the gospel. No other religion teaches this. No other faith teaches this. There is no other path to heaven. It doesn't matter if you are of a certain bloodline or claim to be a certain bloodline. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you are in Christ. If you are not in Christ, you will go to hell. I don't want that for people. I don't want that for Neil deGrasse Tyson, even though I think he's a moron and I think he's selling out his, selling himself out. I don't want that for Richard Dawkins, who is has has spat venom against Christ, my Savior, for decades. Because when you recognize that hell is conscious eternal torment, suffering the wrath of God for eternity... Why would you subject yourself to that? Why would you, why would you, like, I, I don't want to even think about my worst enemy that like that. No, thank you. Believe the gospel, friends. Friends, I would encourage you to support me. The best way you can do that is to switch over to patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. If you have uh, shopping you do already, giving it to Walmart, Amazon, whomever, switch over to Amazon, or switch over away from Amazon to an American company, that's patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. And on Thursday, I'm going to be having a Zoom call where I explain all sorts of different ideas that why I do it. What are some interesting concepts? How do you pace? How do you change the way that you shop? Stop being indulgent and be deliberate. Stop using your dollars to sharpen the spears of the godless commies and the corporatists and instead give it to an American company, learn the discipline and build and be part of a community that actually cares about America and isn't going to be sold out like Neil deGrasse Tyson to everything else. If that is not up your alley, you can be a recurring gift giver or a one-time gift giver, and that's at the link below. It's livelocal.store. Um, that's the subscriber portion. I get that too. That That's a blessing for me and my family. Uh, and I'd appreciate uh, anything that you could do. If you just want to help send Bibles around the world, around the country, you can go to uh, the air roasted coffee that we have, which is humblewb.coffee, humblewb.coffee. If you haven't had humble coffee, if you haven't had air roasted coffee, it's completely different. I can sit here and try to explain it to you. Um, but that doesn't do itself justice. This is the way that, this is coffee the way God designed it. Straight from the bean, no additives, no preservatives, roasted on a thin layer of air so that it's perfectly roasted. Every bean is perfectly roasted to the exact same degree. 
because it's air roasted and not drum roasted. Completely different taste, completely different experience. If you don't like stuff loaded up that's fake in your coffee, that's drum roasted coffee. We do air roasted coffee at www.humblewb.coffee. Appreciate your time. Lord willing, we'll be back. I'm going to see if I can figure out this camera situation because I like to show the screen. I like to show the overhead. Uh, I like to show those things. Uh, and I'd like to do that more. But if I freeze on the picture, like if I do this right here, if I take off this, I'm still frozen. So anyway, Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow. God bless you. Thank you for watching. Um, I'm Jaron Jackson. Till next time, don't quit. Go to war.